The following pre-recorded program is brought to you by Wrestling with the Inner Man. Welcome to Wrestling with the Inner Man, because the first fight we face each and every day is a fight with our flesh. Do we listen to our selfish, sinful nature or to divine nature guided by the Holy Spirit? Your host, David Savage, is a product of the West Texas desert and energy industry who recently received the biggest promotion of his life, reporting directly to the top boss, God. Most people refer to this as retirement today. Co-host, pastor, and evangelist Aaron David Thomas is a bivocational pastor and a marketing manager hewn from the tough streets of Philadelphia. We hope you're ready to rumble because wrestling with the inner man begins now. Good evening, listeners. Aaron told me that it's dark by 6 o'clock and our show airs at 6.30, so I should use evening instead of afternoon. So I'm trying to do my best uh, Count Chocula impersonation. <laughs> For the count, I like to count on uh, Sesame Street. Sesame. I love to count. One, two, three. Well, next weekend is Christmas. And Merry Christmas. We want to wish each and every one of you... The merriest and most joy-filled Christmas ever. Merry Christmas. Proudly celebrating our Savior's terrestrial time with us here on Earth. Now, we don't mention him much, but Rick Hiller is here in our studio with us producing every show. Merry Christmas, Rick, and to you too, my brother, Aaron. What's happening? Good evening, WWM listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good evening. Hey, Dave, good to see you, man. And as always, you know what? I'm glad you gave Rick a shout out uh, that he's here with us, always holding us down. And uh, we get to recognize him just like ERS, Electronic Resources Service, always on our team, uh, restoring your electronic needs. So, you know, Rick getting us out, putting us together, ERS uh, supporting us and Christmas ahead of us. Boy, we got it going on up in this studio today. Yes, sir. So the title of this week's show is Be Christmas Present. Christmas Present. Yes. Being Christmas. Be Christmas Present. So it intentionally has a double meaning. Just like Jesus being present with us was the best gift of all time. That's a new twist on GOAT, you know, the greatest of all time that everybody (laughs) uses in sports. Uh, We need to be present, the verb with our families at Christmas, and that that way we will become the best gift or present, the noun, that we can give to our loved ones. It is a topic on wrestling with the inner man because it is something we as men struggle with mightily and often, or at least I do. <laughs> you see, men are not as gifted at multitasking as women. Our minds compartmentalize so we can ignore the elements during war and focus on the task at hand, for example. We are single-minded of purpose. We do one thing at a time with extreme focus until it is complete, then we move to the next task. While this may be good in certain circumstances that demand it, like bomb squad disarming, (laughs) it means we can ignore our wives, children, and other loved ones when the football game is on. Many men, including myself, I have to confess, are over-invested in our sports teams at this time of year and under-invested in being fully present for our families. Aaron, there's a story about Martha and Mary having different levels of attention when Jesus was in their presence that speaks to this somewhat, doesn't it? Absolutely, man. I I like the way you did that. Christmas 
present and and the play on words. I I I, I am truly a Christmas present, Dave. I mean, look at me, dude. My wife can't be but happy but to wake up on Christmas Day on Jesus' birthday and then have this present in front of her. Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) She cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. (laughs) Anyway, no, but seriously, uh, this is an interesting topic, man. And, yes, the story of – let me touch on what you said. I always like to pull it together. The story of Martha and Mary being in the presence of Jesus is a very interesting one Um, because you know what? They both were uh, happy to be in his presence, but one was busy doing because he was present, and the other was just simply happy being present with him there. You like the way I did that? Yes, I I like it. Uh, You're right, Uh, as men, man, sometimes uh, we, we're better at compartmentalizing and isolating ourselves into this uh, whatever it is we're doing, right? I mean, like you're saying sports, I, I get caught up in some things myself because we're used to not being present in anybody's moment but our own, yep. right? Yep. And that's and that's what it's really about, about us and what we're doing. Being present uh, in the present is truly a gift and a struggle that um, men wrestle with. It's a gift we receive from our father above. He's always present. He's always with us, never leaving us, never um, forsaking us. But it truly takes an effort on our part. You know, I mean, we have to be intentional about it or else (laughs) we'll only be focused on what's important to us. Right. Right. Because like you said, sports, music, um, I'm picking on Rick right now because that's (laughs) his thing. Music and radios, I believe. Right? Them band radios over the air. Ham radio. Ham Ham radio. radio. Yeah, there you go. And in this season of Christmas, it's easy to forget what it what it is truly about and get caught up in being mindful and present in the wrong thing. Christmas, the present of the presence of God with us, born unto us, making his presence an eternal gift, a present for those that receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Boy, if that's not a tongue twister and a play with words, I don't know what is, partner. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I think I'm just going to tell on myself here. About making time. Making it personal. So I have a full radio audience. Get Rick ready, folks. As accountability partners. Tell your children not to listen. <laughs> okay, here it goes, man. I'm just going to give it to you straight. Give it to us straight. The Saturday after Thanksgiving, Aaron, as you know, is called Rivalry Weekend in Rivalry college football. Rivalry Weekend in football, yep. My particular sports passion. Kim and I had a nice, quiet Thanksgiving with my mother-in-law, who lives with us, and we didn't have many other things planned for the long weekend. So my Saturday began with college game day at 8 a.m. As 8 a- o'clock. 8 a.m., man. I love college game day. I can't wait to see Lee Corso put on the you know, the, the mascot head, and he gets booed or cheered you know, by the people there. So, But that's just the appetizer for all of the big rivalry games. And so this is what makes – college football so much better because any team can knock off another at any time because of the passion and the history of the rivalry and you got the bands and so it was being filmed on the Michigan campus where the big Michigan versus Ohio State game was about to be played I don't particularly have a great interest in either of those two but they were ranked like three and five and it was snowing and a terrific Big Ten atmosphere at the big house the largest stadium college football stadium in the country and I watched game day and groaned and cheered as the announcers, you know, made their predictions. Now, my wife has actually come to enjoy watching game day with me. I mean, that's yeah, so nice sure. of her. To, no, seriously, you know, because they do a lot of those personal vignette stories and they're touching, heartwarming stories. 
But so she watched most of game day with me, and it's something that you know we can do together. And then she she left to do some grocery shopping or chores, and I watched the entire Michigan game while she went to the grocery store or did some shopping. I next watched the Alabama versus Auburn game. She called to see what I was doing and invited me to have Mexican food lunch with her and her mom. I told her I did my job of finishing off the pumpkin pie and wasn't interested. <laughs> she got home as the Auburn lead was slipping away and heading into overtime. Then I switched it over to my primary interest of the day, the Texas A&M Aggies versus Aggies. LSU at 6.30 p.m. So as an ardent Aggie graduate and fan, I live and die on each and every play of the game for three and a half hours. We finally had the lead in the fourth quarter, 24-20, to 20, in Baton Rouge. I was very excited. <laughs> With yeah. 20 seconds remaining, twenty seconds, their folks. quarterback made a sensational play for the game-winning touchdown, and A&M <sighs> lost to LSU again. <laughs> Nine out of the last 11 games as my LSU friends were blowing up my phone. And I had forgotten all about our Taming the Tongue episode and was shouting expletives and generally behaving badly like a child having a tantrum oh, in our living room. Lord. A private show before my loving wife after a full day of football fanaticism, just totally self-indulgent in my fashion and not really being present for my wife. So, Aaron, I, I feel better you know, just having confessed to you and our listeners, what is it about confessing our sin, that process of unburdening to another man that makes us feel better? And why don't we do it more often? <laughs> yeah. You see that, folks? Dave took the opportunity to unburden himself uh, of his selfish, wrong uh, weekend from us, you know, so that we can uh, feel better about ourselves and move on. But, no, you're right, Dave. I don't have your passion for sports like that. But I, I do allow myself to get consumed with things sometimes that aren't as always healthy for my present relationships mm-hmm. <laughs> with my wife as well. But, you know, I get it. Confession. Um, I get I get to hear a lot of confessions. You know, I didn't know I was going to hear one today. <laughs> but now, uh, you know, to, <laughs> to confess means to admit, to agree, uh, to say the same thing. Uh, you know, confession is that thing, uh, the same thing as God does about our sin and wrong. Uh, we tell ourselves uh, we confess to God, we get it out, he forgives us, and we get to move on, right? And what you're, what you're doing, basically, is just saying, hey, I recognize that I'm not present, honey, in your situation, so now we need her to listen to the show so she can hear that true confession, that admitting uh, of what was wrong. When we confess, we get the gift of being unburdened by the wrong we have done, and we get to restore the right relationship with Whomever we wronged, in this case, uh, let's think, your mother-in-law, your wife, and uh, anybody else was excluded. But you did I'm looking get a- for restoration services. Yeah. <laughs> ERS, come on in and uh, put him back together again. Confessing our sins uh, to one another in the body uh, of Christ can break the power of wrongdoing of sin. And in this case, what we're talking about, uh, the sin of not being present, not being mindful, not being thankful. Um I don't know, man, what a gift uh, that is, you know, that we're given to confess. And, and when we are forgiven, it shows that in the present moment, we are there and aware of what we've done and the effect it has on those in our in our presence, in our life. Right. You know, you're, when, when you, what you did here, you know, to me. OK, let me keep this microphone close. <laughs> you know, I get comfortable talking to you. You know, it's just like going, you know. 
it's kind of what we're about in the show, recognizing the struggles that we have to confessing them and admitting them. And this show, like this, when you were putting it together, kind of, um, you know, you set, send me an idea so that me and you can have this banter back and forth and, and have an idea. But you it, really being present is a hard thing to do outside of those things that are important to us work, right? Because we want to be King Kong at our jobs, you know, so we beat our chest and we do that. And at home, we take it for granted. You know, we take the presence of our wife for granted. We take the uh, 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 the presence of all the blessings that God has given us for granted because we just expect it to be there. You know what I'm saying? And, and I like what you did uh, using football because, you know, our show is geared towards men and sports addiction. And that this time of year, everything's you got basketball happening, hockey happening. You got football happening, college and, and, uh, and professional all at the same time. And uh, I think soccer's even starting up or, or, or in some part of something going on. But for men, we get to identify that and as something that takes and steals our presence away from people, you know, and, and, and how we need to realize the gift, because I don't want to mess up people with the word, the gift of, of someone's presence um, right in front of us, you know. And I know you're going to touch a little more on that, so I'm, I'm going to leave that alone, but... Yeah, keep confessing because it helps you realize where you need work, right? I really get that confession is the understanding that we give ourselves where we're weak and wrong in our lives. That's correct. And I have never joined any fantasy football, you know, league <laughs> because I am obsessive. I'm, well, first of all, I'm super, super competitive and I'm going to win. I'm in it to win it if I do right? anything. And I know people that are trying to watch or keep stats, you know, on every game, you know, now that they, and they cater to it, that, that you can have a channel. You tell me it's on, you know, yeah, it's Xfinity where you can have multiple <laughs> games on your screen at the same time. So you can keep track networks, of all Red zone, all that. I don't know how much money they win, but, but people are just obsessed with it. It's so time consuming. I can't imagine, you know. I, so I just said, no, I'm, I'm never going to do it because I'll yeah, because you would never, you much. would never be present, right, right. for anyone else. Right. <laughs> That's the real reason, yeah. folks. Well, so <laughs> so my college football rivalry weekend confession, you know, is an example of not being present with my wife. Fortunately, that's just one day of the year, the rivalry weekend, but. What about the other days of the year or our other obsessions with work, with news, with TV programs, with yeah. video games, with hunting or fishing? You name it. How about the ubiquitous smartphone? There he Everybody is, folks. That phone. <laughs> Do you have a set of rules for when your wife or kids really need to listen? This is important. If you don't, you should. Uh, because, you know, you have to just... Make it clear. So I tell Kim, look, if you really want my, if you really want me to listen, because she'll say, I told you that. I go, you told me when I was watching like my favorite program, The Curse of Oak Island, when they were digging up a shovel full and the, you know, the metal detector was going off. You know, I wasn't listening to you. So I need to have the TV off, not just muted. You know, as my eyes are easily distracted too, as the sports are on. You know, especially yeah, that's me. So I actually created. This thing called a talking stick, and I decorated it with decals and everything. I went to Hobby Lobby. The spirit stick, folks. Well, it's kind of like that because when Kim and I first got married, you know, she had been in a relationship where she wasn't given, you know, adequate attention. Or when she did speak her mind, you know, there were there could be consequences that she didn't want. So she was really reluctant. And uh, 
You know, I said, look, here's this talking stick, the scepter. And so whoever is talking cannot be interrupted while they're holding the talking stick. And and then it was passed back and forth. And I would have to just keep my mouth shut and listen, not try to problem solve. And it actually worked quite well. And we had it for a number of years. I don't, I don't think we even have it around the house anymore. But having rules about, hey, this is important. I need you to listen to me. I need eye contact. I need full engagement. I need to show that you care about what I'm talking about. Most of the time, they don't even want feedback. That's what's hard for us men because, like, well, I'm a problem solver. You know, I'm here to fix this. Who's who's making you mad? What can I go take care of? I just, I just want you to hold the bucket. I just want you to listen to me. So look around in restaurants today and see how many people are looking at their phones rather than enjoying the meal you know, and their companion's company. I mean, this is just everywhere. You know, even on vacation, we are preoccupied with recording moments more than being in the moment experiencing it. You know, you're sitting there trying to capture it on your little black and white, like like I watch golf. These guys are always trying to, you know, video it, and instead of just like watch it. So, Aaron, aren't aren't there warnings in the Bible about not paying attention and losing opportunities for blessings? Absolutely. But I want to touch on something before I respond to that part of the question. You know, um, I know you were talking about married people, but remember, being present has to do with being present with your friends, your girlfriend, your your parents, your children. You know, we're, we're picking out marriage because we're married. And it's just an easier reference point to us. And so, but when you're listening, this applies to you and where you're at in your relationships, right? You can go, oh, they're not talking to me. It doesn't apply to me. I'm not married. Being present applies to all of us in whatever situations we are. And and Dave, you're so right. You know, uh, we're so distracted today, not present in our own lives, but occupied in everything going on around us. You know, we're, we're pulled here and there. And yes, that ubiquitous. Well, you knew he was going to have a word, folks. Every show I count on at least one word that I got to go look up to make sure I understand. And that is it, that ubiquitous cell phone. And it might be a nice gift. But, buddy, I'm going to tell you, you're absolutely right. It is one of, if not the biggest distraction um, from what is going on in the present and makes us. And the crazy part, it makes us aware uh, of everyone and, and things around us but not what's happening right in front of our life, where it's not a central focus. My life isn't a central focus. I don't know if you remember, I was um, uh, Kirk Hayes, I think his name is, Pastor Kirk Hayes. He was telling a story about that phone and how he was out at the park with his daughters. He had gotten off early and he wanted to take them to play in the park. And so he took them to play in the park and he took a picture. And I don't have Instagram or Twitter or that, but he took a picture of them in the park. And then pictures of families in the park became like the thing that showed up on his phone. So he starts watching them and he's looking at all these kids playing there and his kids are daddy, daddy. And he's like, hold on. And he's watching. And, And then God just spoke to him and said, dude, you're not present. You're watching someone else's life while life is happening in the in your presence at this present time, and you're off into this phone. You're distracted, right? Right? And the Bible does warn, warn us about not being mindful in the moment of God's presence. When we forget that through Jesus we receive the gift of God's presence with us at all times, we forget, you know, kind of like how you were uh, on Saturday after you lost the game, you forgot that you were in the presence of God and all these 
expletives came flying out of your mouth and you forgot you were in the presence of your wife. And we, and we do that. It's not being mindful. Um, the Bible talks about it all the time. We definitely have uh, it, it not being present definitely has a negative effect on our life. Just as um, being mindful of God's presence and meditating on his word can be a ple- uh, be a blessing and a present gift in our lives. But we have to be intentional. We have to be mindful. And, and we have to really take time to go, why Why is this that is right in front of me less less important than what I'm thinking about? Right? Yep. You know, you made me think of a story when my son was very small. Uh, and my ex-wife is from Mexico City. And we okay. took a family vacation down to Ixtapa. And I was responsible for watching my kids on the beach. And, you know, he was like two and a half or three, but he was fearless. You know, he just, I, I mean, I took my, I was watching my daughter maybe. I don't know what happened, but suddenly, you know, he wasn't in my field of vision. And I'm looking, and we looked all over and I thought my, my son was gone or he got swept away in the ocean or whatever. He just walked, I mean, like a hundred yards, you know, down the beach. <laughs> and I didn't have a phone or anything else distracting with me then. I was right. just like. And I, what a terrifying moment. You know, you're in another right. country, your son's missing on the beach, and then, you know, you know your wife's fixing to find out. <laughs> and you're really in trouble. Yeah, what was really but, terrifying there? But, you know, these are just examples of real everyday situations, folks, and you've had them too. But please remember, you know, with the birth of Christ at the center, it is the love of family and friends that define Christmas. That's what's coming up this this next weekend. There are bowl games. Fantasy football competitions lurking to steal your attention from your loved ones? Be Christmas present and give the gift of yourself and your undivided attention. It might be the best gift anyone ever received from you. So the new year, 2022, is now just around the corner, and we would like to hear ideas from you about what you wrestle with. We just talked about attention and, and being present you know perhaps it's making resolutions and then quickly failing on them yeah, whatever it is we'd like to hear from you so please email us at wrestling with the inner man at gmail.com we want to hear from you yes we do aaron how about some closing thoughts and prayer for being present as your best possible present for others amen buddy you know what they say yesterday is history tomorrow's a mystery today is a gift of god which is why we call it the present so be present listen y'all today if we if we can encourage you to do something take time to look into someone's eyes and smile listen intently be generous with encouragement and see how god will use it to change a life namely yours uh we i just want to thank you and wish you a merry christmas and uh ask that you reach out uh, to the WWM. He's given you uh, our email address, wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. And we're just going to pray out uh, for the end of the year. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you uh, for what you uh, do for us and through us with this show. And we pray uh, that you continue to use us mightily just to share with men that they're not alone that uh, you have given us a roadmap of how to bring uh, our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, how to bring ourselves into subjection to your word, your authority, into subjection to your love, mercy, and grace, Lord. Continue to use me and David. Continue to bless our listeners uh, far and wide uh, to come to know you better. Continue to uh, show them your love, your mercy, and your grace, and use David and I to provide your wisdom. Lord, we love you. We praise you, and it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Thank you. 
Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to Wrestling with the Inner Man. Contact us at wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. That's wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. AM 1070, The Answer, Wrestling with the Inner Man. Thanks for listening to Wrestling with the Inner Man with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. We believe the winners in this ring courageously follow God's word. Love and protect God's woman. Excel at God's work. Batters God's world and his children. For more information, reach out to David and Pastor Aaron at wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. That's wrestlingwiththeinnerman at gmail.com. Tune in next time as Wrestling with the Inner Man tackles more tough topics to train up a generation of better men.